Good afternoon, y'all. It's good to see y'all today. Um, just a little side note real quick. Tomorrow, we're going to give Allie a little blessing. Um, the one that proclaimed the word of God that y'all see over here all the time. Allie is um, going to be joining uh, Vagabond Missions. She's going to be a missionary um, in the inner cities up north to the little kids. So she leaves tomorrow, so we're going to give her a blessing tomorrow. So just prepare. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Super cool. Guys, today's first reading, I'm very, very drawn to it. Uh, we don't get to read the book of Tobit much in the, uh, in the liturgy, but it's a fantastic book if you ever get a chance to read it. Um, it's really wonderful. It's short and it's just very story-like. So Tobit is the, the dad and his son is Tobias. Tobias ends up going off to, to marry um, one of their kinswomen, not too close in kin, but one of them. Um, that would be gross. So anyway, um, so Tobias, so most of the story, most of the book is about Tobias's journey. But Tobit, the dad, I think it's really interesting. He was a just man, a very, very righteous guy, a man filled with virtue. And what we see happening today is um, it says they had just finished the Feast of Pentecost. So we think of Pentecost as, well, that's our, we just celebrated Pentecost two weeks ago, right? But it's actually a Jewish feast. Um, it was one of the traveling feasts. It was done 50 days after Passover, right, which correlates to ours too. After Passover, which is Holy Thursday for us, and then Good Friday, 50 days later is our Pentecost. Same thing with the Jewish calendar. They had Passover, and then they had Pentecost. So in Jerusalem, there would have been thousands and thousands of thousands of people in Jerusalem for Pentecost. And, um, and they would have brought their first fruits of their harvest. That's what Pentecost was all about. You'd bring the first parts, the first fruits of your harvest to be able to, to share at the temple and stuff. So it was a, it was a very, very joyful week-long celebration. So that's where Tobias picks up today, or Tobit, uh, sorry, Tobit picks up. It says it was the feast, just finished the Feast of Pentecost, so a massive celebration. Picture Mardi Gras in our minds, right? Massive celebration. And he was taking a nap outside. I don't know if you caught what happened, but um, he said he, was, he had fallen asleep with his face uncovered because of the heat. And there was a bird that was parched on the wall, and some of their droplings settled in his eyes. The bird poo-pooed in his eye. Like, that's disgusting, right? I mean, poor Tobin. <laughs> like, this is just a really righteous guy. He thinks he's going to have a nice little afternoon nap, and all of a sudden... Um, he gets awakened with bird poop in his eyes. Like of all the places, right? Like a straight aim, boom, right for his eyes. It's incredible. Um, <laughs> and so what happens is <laughs> Tobit goes blind because of this. I didn't know bird poop would make you blind, but it does. He's blind for four years. Imagine, right? Now, if I was Tobit, I would be some quite upset. I'd be like, God, I've lived a virtuous life. I've done the right things. You let a bird poop in my eye, and now I'm blind. I mean, come on, what gives, right? <laughs> and so he kind of becomes cranky at this point, right? Virtue can't really be virtue until it gets tested, right? Um, and so he gets tested in virtue. His wife now has to go to work because he can't see, and... Um, and so one day, the guy that she was working for gave her a little, a little she-goat to be able to bring home to be able to eat. Well, for whatever reason or whatever happened, the she-goat began to, like, bleed or something. Something wasn't right. And so he accuses his wife of stealing the goat, right? And I would probably have looked at him and said, you blind bat. How do you know that she's bleeding, right? But she fusses at him, and she's like, <clears throat> he says, you know, basically, you stole it, bring it back. 
And she was like, I didn't steal it. He gave it to me. He's like, I don't believe you. Go figure. Husband doesn't believe his wife. Um, but so he doesn't believe her, and he's trying to make her go. <laughs> he tries to make her go give the goat back. And so she, she turns on him. It's awesome. She says, um, she says to him, it was given to me as a bonus over my working wages, yet I, would, yet I would not believe her. I told her to give it back. So I became very angry with her over this. And she retorted, where are your charitable deeds now? Where are your virtuous acts? See, your true character is finally showing itself. <laughs> Put him in his place, right? Isn't that true, though? Like, it, usually in the midst of suffering, our virtues get tested, right? He was maybe a very charitable man, a very kind person. And now he's suffering and he snaps, right? I was like, man, this is such the human condition, right? We can say, oh, I'm such a virtuous person. I'm so patient until I get in my car and drive to New Orleans, right? Then patience is tested, right? Oh, I'm such a pure person, until I'm around my girlfriend, then it gets a little tested, right? Virtue, and look at every virtue, it gets tested. And then virtue can strengthen up in, its, in, in, our, in our hearts, right? And so that's what's happening here. I think that's the moral, the moral of the story here, is that even though bad things happen, tough things happen, he didn't deserve to have poop in his eye from the bird, bad things happen to us all the time. It's a test sometimes in our virtue. And so it's a time for us to return to the Lord and say, all right, Lord, I'm losing my patience or I'm being uncharitable. I'm starting to have these crazy thoughts. You know, I want to snap at people. Um, gosh, that's a time for us to come to God and say, all right, Lord, give me a grace to increase that virtue. Right. Instead of acting out in whatever way or whatever virtue is being tested. St. Ignatius of Loyola has this beautiful rules for discernment. And he says that the enemy, Satan, uh, the demon, acts like a commander. And he goes around the fortress and he begins testing the bricks, so to speak, pushing on them to see which one is the loosest. And it's almost as if the enemy tests our different virtues. Let's see where, the, where they are strong at. Oh, can't move them there. They're strong in patience. Let's, let's push on this one. And that, book, that brick flies through, right? It goes through. And so that gives him entryway into, the, into our fort, into our heart. And so when we find ourselves being tempted, virtues being tested, that's the time to take recourse to Jesus and the Blessed Mother and say, look, this is being tested in my heart right now. Strengthen it. Send your Holy Spirit to strengthen it, right? So that we can really be the men and women uh, that we're called to be and to overcome that, those areas that are being tested, right? So we don't have to end up like Tobit and, uh, and have our wife put us in our place. Amen.